Welcome to the crypt. We've dug something up for you. <laughs> Why not stick around and watch Dream On? It's the breast show on TV. <laughs> People eaters to Geek Salad episode 55. Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? I'm Andy. I'm Mike. And um, taking up residence on my uh, my basement couch right now are Jim. Hey. And Adam. Hey. And we actually have more studio audience. Hey, Adam's dad. <laughs> yes, that's right. We we're all we're a family show now. Yes, we exactly we are a family show. So no more fucks and shits and oh, we're fuck, di- shit. We're- we're a dysfunctional family show. Yeah, yeah. So, this is our big gala fourth annual Halloween episode where we're going to be going over the Geek Salad Halloween playlist. You got parties, we got music for you. So, we got tons of stuff to go into. Before we start, though, this this list was very, very, just to the detail, parsed over what was and what was not going to end up on the list. Oh, yeah, we... we... We had to give quite a few honorable mentions because we just had a bunch of songs that we just couldn't agree on. I also want to point out that most of the show was coordinated via smartphones. Yeah. Uh, while I was in a remote cabin in upstate New York this week, I seriously <laughs> felt like Spielberg uh, editing Jurassic <laughs> Park while he was in Poland doing Schindler's List. Exactly <laughs> like Steven Spielberg. There was no difference between what he did and I did at all. Except he's making millions of dollars more than you are. Shut up! <laughs> so let's go through the honorable mention list of some of the stuff. Uh, these are some suggestions that you guys had and some that our uh, listeners had as well. Mike, you, you had this one. Yeah. Hell's Bells by ACDC. It's got that ominous Undertaker you know, entrance music theme yeah. to start out with. Well, it it's does a, mention the word hell, too. Right. It yeah. But it is a... I, I, it's more. This is more of a jock rock song. In, it is. In my opine. But, yeah. Hell's Bells. It could be a Christmas song. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> Mike it's got Wells. bells. Spans. It's got... It covers October and December. <laughs> <laughs> this one almost made the, the actual list, but it's, we kind of had to draw the line of how much classical music we had on there. Dance Macabre from uh, St. Salins. This was actually a pick from um, our former... Host, Mike, Mike C. C. Yeah. Uh, he did want to go with a couple of classicals, uh, um, both of which are on the honorable mention list. Toccata and Fugue in D minor by Bach and Danse Macabre by Camille Saint Sands. Both really cool songs, both really, really spooky, but you'll, you'll, you'll agree that the one that ended up on the list for classical music is the spookiest thing you'll hear. Yeah. Uh, Mike, yeah. do you want to explain uh, the next one? Yes, I, I nominated... Shake Sonora by Harry Belafonte Jr. For one simple fact that it was in Beetlejuice and it would have made a kick-ass appearance in Beetlejuice. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome Oh, it's scene. great. Watching all the, uh, the, the, the zombie-fied or dead football players. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Coach, absolutely. I don't think we survived the crash. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not Winona your coach. Go sit down. Through, having Winona Ryder float through the air. All right, so that is our honorable mention list. Let's actually get into our actual playlist. And we're going to start off um, with Chris's cultural corner. KKK, that's not good. Because he's actually going to kick off the, uh, the first three on the list. First of all, he starts with Spooky Welcome to You, Andy and Mike and Jim and Adam. Uh, nice topic, Halloween music, whether scary or corny, there's a wide variety of music heard at this time of year every year. Here are some of my picks for great songs to hear during this Halloween season. Number one, The Monster Mash by Bobby Boris Pickett, the granddaddy of them all. Almost 50 years old, this song is still played on radio stations. I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the match he did the monster match the monster match it was a graveyard smash he did the match it caught on in a flash he did the match he did the monster match from my laboratory in the castle usually when you think of a Halloween song this is the first song that comes up or if you're driving through Berlin in the 90s and you're singing, geez, I'm going to go to Spooky World. <laughs> hey, look who's, wow, Bobby Boris Pickett. It would be yeah. nice because Bobby would sing every 20 minutes or so, then he'd go clean up. <laughs> and then he'd come back and sing it again. Yeah. It's kind of like watching Chubby Checker. You guys want to see me do the twist again? <laughs> yeah, no. but he never did Monster Mash 2 or still Monster Mashing. <laughs> Still monster mashing. I'm still doing the match. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still a graveyard smash. You hit some asshole producer. Wow, Bobby, that's another great god. That's gold. Wow. How do you keep doing this? Or at least it's a great hit along with the other one song you've done. This makes about as much sense of having a Bobby Boris Pickett best of as there is about having a Shaquille O'Neal or a Tony hey! best of. He also did stuff with the Foo Schnickens. Uh, that's right. <laughs> now, Mike, um... See, I think he's got some untapped potential there. He could possibly get together with Betty Crockett and maybe Spuds and, like, no. sell Monster I think, Mash. I think Bobby Boris... Monster not Mash, too... they're delicious! <laughs> <laughs> you could hawk anything with it. <laughs> now, Mike, um... Your, your boss, Melissa, brought up an interesting yes. factoid about the Monster Mash. Yes, Melissa wanted me to point out, when I mentioned to her that um, we were doing the show tonight, she wanted me to mention that Monster Mash was actually written in Somerville, Massachusetts, her hometown. I did not know that until today. Yeah, I didn't either. Wow. They don't have a sign up as you're driving into Somerville? <laughs> oh, Monster Mash! <laughs> well, you know, because no, they have Well, so we got nothing else to talk about. It's great. <laughs> There's so many other claim to, claims to fame, like <laughs> the Monster Mash. Like the Monster Mash. Um, and the, the Monster, Monster Mash. Mash. <laughs> do you think Bobby Boris goes around? To, now he's so ingrained, poking like this. Do you think he talks like a deranged lab assistant? <laughs> Still, like he's in the McDonald's drive-through. I have a number one supersized. <laughs> Who the hell is this? It's the Monster oh Mash. Oh my god! <laughs> I Get back that. to work, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> No, Bobby Boris is no longer with us, unfortunately. But his career wasn't 45 years ago, so... Oh, well. Hey, he will be remembered forever, but for the Monster Mash, we can't take that away from him. Now, do you think they played that song in his wake? (laughs) (laughs) With bagpipes? We all knew knew and loved Bobby. 
And we know he'd want to go out like this. It was the mash! And everyone's just walking out slowly, not making eye contact. You think they paid some idiots from my party to dress up in rubber boots? Well, carrying his casket to the nether regions is the creature of the Black Lagoon. Vampira! And the bride of Frankenstein. Using the last of his, his funds from this one. Mm. Poor Bobby. Yeah. He's probably sitting up in heaven going, yeah, what what songs have you assholes written? <laughs> exactly. I got my one. <laughs> Screw you. Better be a one-hit wonder than a non-hit nunder, nunder you. A nunder? A nunder, yes. I wonder if it says it was a graveyard smash on his tombstone. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's buried... That would be ironic. <laughs> if if he's buried in Somerville, we should, we should go check we that should out. We should go check that out. Thanks, oh. Bobby. It was a graveyard <laughs> smash. I, I, oh, are you kidding? He's a, he was probably some weird old freak. He probably had his ashes <laughs> spread in Transylvania. <laughs> hey, look. All right, we've killed right, Bobby. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. we definitely. Sorry, um, Bobby. All right, well, we'll have some uh, fresh dead meat to, uh, to beat in just a second here. I'm going to rephrase that again. Uh, sorry. Number two, Chris writes, is Thriller by Michael Jackson. If the Monster Mash is the first song you think of when you think Halloween songs, Thriller is most likely number two. Always played in the Halloween rotation of various music stations now and for years to come, I'm sure. start talking about the video when you talk about Thriller, you you are not from America originally. No. Quite possibly one of, one of the greatest music videos of all time because it was a small movie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I remember I remember when it, it first came around, um, well, Jim and I were, were, were pre-teens and we had actually we discovered the, real we, music. We so were we, in the sixth grade. Yeah. And we discovered real music like Led Zeppelin and Van Halen and... <laughs> Well, real music. So. Now, I was actually... My, I, it's funny that you're here. You went, you took us up to Buffalo and dumped us off at your buddy's house. Oh. And his, I think his daughter watched us. And you guys went off and partied. And it was, it was December. I remember it was December because there was snow on the ground. And she was like, okay, now you can't tell your parents, but I'm going to let you watch this video that's coming. Everyone's really excited and it's going to premiere. It's called Thriller. Now, you might be a little scared. And I'm sitting there... And I'm watching this video, and there's, like, werewolves, and, like, we live out in the woods, so I'm just, like, absolutely terrified. <laughs> now, that? as an adult, I'm like, if there's still a little bit, like, every time I watch it, I go back to that point in time when I was a little kid watching that, scared out of my mind. <laughs> so it's got a very special part in my, yeah. in my psyche, in my, uh... It's a, yeah, it's, it's a cool song. It's definitely, I think, it's actually the only Michael Jackson song we have anywhere on our playlists. Yeah. At all. Even your top twenty Michael Jackson songs. Even my top twenty Michael Jackson. It's just it's just the one song. It's, oh. it's kind of sad. No, I I also have Smooth Criminal. I like Smooth. I like okay. Criminal. You know what I would say about this video, and you're gonna laugh. It's maybe I'm being a little kitschy, but the choreography is fabulous in this. And you know they have a bunch of zombies dancing around. It was pretty cool too, because you know they're dancing around. Their limbs yeah. are flying all over the place. <laughs> it's a hard dance. Right. We tried to learn it on the cruise. We went on a cruise, <laughs> yeah, and like you were probably half in the back. The DJ was like. <laughs> 
the DJ was teaching us the moves, and like literally, like at one point, I was facing the entire crowd because I <laughs> turned the wrong direction. I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> and then she dropped the, the diamond into the ocean, <laughs> and the iceberg hit, and that was it. Actually, they did uh, the thriller dance when I did um, the wedding, uh, the wedding singer. Yeah, for the oh, yeah, casually a love song. That, yeah. The choreography was completely stolen from Thriller. Oh, yeah. It, I think it was the first video that you really could say was, you know, that that was actually a, a large theme. That it was actually had a story from right. beginning to end. It wasn't just like a mini series. Because back then, remember, it was the 80s and everything was white light and, you know. Yeah. And Michael was still black, too. So well, yeah, that's like, true. That, that, that kind you know, of Sometimes you watch the video like, who is that little black guy but in Michael the, Jackson video? It was the first real upscale video in terms of. You know, choreography in terms of special effects. I mean, they really put the whole package in, as opposed to, you know, back in the eight. I'm just trying oh, to think turning of some, Japanese, turning Japanese. Papers, yeah, or, you have a yeah. bunch of young guys you do, know, dancing around. Do you remember around. like the second long form video to premiere on MTV though? Was it Money for Nothing? No, it was um, Blue Jean by David Bowie, dun, 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 dun. and it was um, the same thing—a 20 minute video that had a story built in that I can't recall to this day. I don't think David Bowie And the payoff knows. was the song, like a three-minute song. I mean, Thriller at least is six minutes long. Yeah. yeah. Blue Jean by, Billy, uh, by David Bowie is like three minutes long. It has my favorite ending to a song ever. How can, I mean, if, They should end every song with Vincent Price cackling in the background. <laughs> like, isn't he dead? Well, Everybody he's he's not. Dead. <laughs> or is he? Actually, no, the, Jimmy has a good point, though. I mean, this was the first video that kind of outgrew the song itself. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That you, you, that's right because you think of the video first, then the song. Yeah, and right. Up. It really, it's the, it took on a, a it took on a whole new life because of that video. Well, the thing that terrified me the most about the video was it, it was it was directed by John Landis, Rick um, Baker, and, and, and Rick, Rick Baker, Rick Baker did the makeup, yeah, and, and, and those two had also done which we had just seen American Werewolf in London. We shouldn't have seen it that. Young. No, oh, yeah, uh, we shouldn't have seen it that young. Oh my well, God, what were our parents thinking? They know. weren't thinking. We were they were asleep. Damn. Uh, so that that's what terrified me more is the remembrance of watching David Naughton turning into a werewolf uh, right. and his acting. Don't yeah. forget his acting. <laughs> oh, the great David Naughton. I don't, know. Don't say that to Mike C. He'll go all. Uh, I know. He yes. He'll go. He'll go all uh, little beaver on you there. So. Well, I'm about to turn into a werewolf. Um, <laughs> try not to be so excited. David. Right. Let's move on to uh, Chris's number three here. Uh, Ghostbusters by Ray Parker Jr. Something strange. In your neighborhood, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! If something weird and it don't look good, who you gonna call? Ghostbusters! I ain't afraid of no going to call not really a scary song but probably scary for ray after huey lewis sued his ass because the song sounded too much like i want a new drug i don't i don't understand that i do it's I mean, really you have to I, you, you gotta what? listen to the rhythm of it i think it, i think it's a crazy it's a, it was definitely a crazy lawsuit but if you listen to it hard enough you're like I can hear something. Oh, I well, know. Now, you know what's really interesting? There's enough, enough riffs stealing it, in rock and roll. It's that. interesting enough that he that Huey Lewis sued him, but later, later on, 
he sued him back because he part of the agreement was he wasn't supposed to mention that they had made a deal on the side. And when he spilled the beans on VH1, he sued him back and got the money back and then some from Hugh Lewis. And the <laughs> oh, Mets. well, good for Ray Parker Jr. He was, was money. Like, this is a happy day when he could... Um, yeah, he, he was when, finally when he, able to leave his job at DQ. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, dun, 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 uh. <laughs> I told you that Cody Lewis money was gonna come in. <laughs> told you, baby. Told you. Make your own smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss my ass, Dairy Queen. <laughs> now I don't have to use the grease from a soul glow. <laughs> <laughs> this was a cheaply made video. Yes, it was. Yeah. Well, what was the Ghost- Ghostbusters video? I don't think it was. Well, because it was all rehash scene, but they actually had. The members of the cast in the video. That's true, and they probably didn't have to pay them that much because it, it, videos are made for promotional purposes, and that's yeah. the same thing as this yeah, one. Yeah, okay. I still think they probably had to pay. Yeah, but yeah, this fun song. I've heard, I've heard some real bastardized versions of this song. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. It's um, on Lego Rock Band. Oh, it is on Lego Rock Band. It's awesome. Oh, okay. Sweet. I haven't played Lego Rock Band. It's the best one. I have because it's got it's, Legos in it. Absolutely, exactly. It's it's almost as much fun playing it because it's Lego Rock Band as it is playing Rock Band. Say, kids, you like Call of Duty? Try Call of Duty Lego. It's way more fun. <laughs> way more fun. Wow, it's a Lego entrail. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine Bill. Hey, I just got Resident Evil Lego. Yep, that's right, Bill. <laughs> The day they moved the Resident Evil games to Nintendo was the day <laughs> Bill died inside. <laughs> All right, so Chris uh, finishes off with those are the main ones, but here are a few honorable mentions. Time War for basically any song from Rocky Horror Picture Show, which mm-hmm. we will get into in a little bit. Jeopardy by Greg Kinn. The video is pretty scary as a kid growing up. I think the video was the only thing that was scary about that. Another Brick in the Wall by Pink Floyd. I dare you to play this song with the lights out in the middle of the night. Well, that's all from me. Until next time, happy Halloween. <laughs> Again, I think uh, Another Brick in the Wall is more scary because of the video than the song. The song is oh, not scary at all. It's not scary. It, I mean, I guess it can conjure some wacky imagery. Yeah, the vi- the but then again, I don't know. Maybe Chris is dropping acid. Then <laughs> listening to that it. That makes I- it scary. Yeah, yeah, that will make yeah. it scary. You watch a bunch of a bunch of uh, prancing hammers. Oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna get you're gonna bug out a little. Yeah, bit. but that's more acid trippy than Halloweeny though. <laughs> that's not go- that's not ghosts and goblins. That's just oh my god, I'm gonna kill my dealer when I see him. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> yep, another night where I woke up and my kidneys are out of my body again. <laughs> This is why, hey, you guys laughed at me when I bought that bathtub that filled enough ice and my body. You all laughed at me. Now help me find my kidney and sew it back in. And... Okay. Damn you, rooster. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get on to the actual list here. Um, we got tons of stuff. We've already done three. We've got about 25 songs to go through. So In no particular order. In no particular order, thank you. We're, we live in the age of shuffle now, so... You're putting these on a cassette. You can mix it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I have no attention span these days. <laughs> I really, I really can't make it through a whole playlist without moving around ten, twelve. I, I had to take something off it, of shuffle the other day, and it, like I've had my iPod for four years. I'm like, um, <laughs> um. Now you just shake it now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just shake oh, it. Now, yeah, that's true. You can shake it. 
I mean, the, 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 this, uh, you can, everything's on voice command now with the new iPhone. Oh, Siri? Soon it's just gonna read your mind. You won't have to do anything. Siri, by the way. But we smashed Skynet! <laughs> <laughs> I, I want Apple nowhere near my mind, thank you very much. Yeah. Apparently it doesn't uh, recognize people with accents. Oh, kind of like the uh, the Xbox Connect didn't recognize black people for the longest time. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> we definitely need to have a show then on racist video games because oh my god. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, my uh, my coworker Felipe, who is his dark skin, was like, "Oh, I gotta buy the Connect today," and I like ran out of my office like, "No, <laughs> it won't work for you." <laughs> All right, let's let's get on to to more horrors here. Um, Adam, why don't you take uh, take this one because this was on your, your yeah, suggestion yeah. list? Yeah, uh, Dragula by Rob Zombie. hard to kind of decide which of his songs are scariest because I think that's all of them sound his... like he's gargling blood so <laughs> they're all pretty terrifying well that's yeah. his whole catalog everything's yeah. about like a big alien stepping on you or yeah. you know you get well, this, this was his first uh, hit single so that's kind of why I picked this one this, oh this is a solo this single. Is a solo, solo single I'm sorry not hit it wasn't I, I white, used that way too it wasn't I, white zombie no yeah. no yeah, yeah right this was his first single like as an independent artist was, you ever see uh, the video for it I actually video? watched the video today. The video was preparing weird. for the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, zombie, no, but it's, it's like they're in like this rickety old car, and he's dressed up like a zombie. Obviously, yeah, and he's, he's got he's all these got the devil like sitting. Next but see, that's he's not dressed as a zombie. That's how he looks. Like when he wakes up in the morning, climbs out of the shower, he's pretty much wearing oh, those clothes. There's no like, showering yeah. in the zombie house. <laughs> I'm sorry, at all. Splash the uh, the monkey blood on his neck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he calls upon the dark powers to cleanse his body. Yeah. And then he... actually, Thank you, of... Satan. You're welcome, Rob. <laughs> You're welcome. It's one of the few Rob Zombie so- songs I actually know. Uh, it was a big radio hit. Yeah, that's yeah. one I know. Oh, it's hard to believe this was 1998 when Rob Zombie was Rob Zombie musician. Now he's Rob Zombie auteur, which... Yeah. <laughs> How do you make movies? Now, he's from Haverhill. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Haverhill. Figures all the freaks come from Massachusetts. I know. Uh, God damn. Yeah. Like Bobby Boris. I guess, exactly. I guess when they, you know, the Puritans found this uh, this wonderful area and uh, you know start burning people for no apparent no reason, good reason whatsoever. <laughs> now, now, as a history buff, I must point out that there were no burning of witches in Salem. They were all hanged or crushed under rocks. They burned them in over in England. Yeah, okay. Well, well, they didn't burn any witches. They never burned any. Well, how did they keep warm in the winter? <laughs> like, right, we're almost out of witches. We are not going to make it through this cold season. How the hell do you know? Did you get in the DeLorean and drive through? Are you burning that witch? Nope. Nope. Along. Now we're smashing her skull with this rock. Carry yeah, on. Actually, <laughs> Salem, uh, there, there's this whole tour in Salem. Yep. Um, 
where they they, they, they do the whole thing and they, they make they make pretty sure to let you know. Well, we we never set fire to anybody here, not at all. No witch burning here. No, no. But yeah, the, cr- the crushing is one thing. The the giant pentagram in the in the middle of the room yeah. at the tour really freaky, especially because I went first time I went I was like fourteen years old. And I'm looking at this thing, and there was this kid standing behind me. I felt like a year younger than me, and he's like, "That's the side of the devil." <laughs> <laughs> All right, I know I'm too young to drink, but I'm going to start right now. <laughs> Are you? Is your name Damien? Just you know, I'm just curious. A little baby in a stroller leans forward. Can you move to the side? I can't see. <laughs> Let me check those numbers. Six, six, six. five. Okay, we just. Ah, uh, you're good. You're Never good. mind. Just squeak through. All right. Jim, you want to take the next one? Well, number five on our list is Welcome to My Nightmare by Alice Cooper. Now, he's really is the predecessor to Rob Zombie in the horror genre of um, in rock and roll music. But this song is actually pretty good. Um, what's good about it, I think, is because it ushers in an entire album. Because the album, I believe, is a concept album. Yeah. So yeah. what it does is it kind of ushers in the whole album and it, it's... You know, it's Alice Cooper. It's creepy. You know, I mean, in you know, because you know it's Alice Cooper. You don't really have to think too hard to conjure up the imagery. Welcome to my I, I think it's it's I think it's a very apt title for this for this yeah, list. He's uh, mm-hmm. seen Alice Cooper bite the head off a chicken. Oh, nice! <laughs> you were at that show. Yeah. <laughs> well, because there were no bats around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Alice Cooper to me has always been like just the more laid back version of Ozzy Osbourne, or like or like a Rob Zombie or something he like was that. Before them, though. Oh no, I understand. He's that. the first. He's the the very first in my mind. Or, or the first contour for shock rock for theatrical rock. Was he actually before Ozzy though? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. No. Blacks, no. Yeah, Black, Black Sabbath, Sabbath, but they yeah. didn't have theatrics in their shows. Mm. They they sang about Satan and stuff like right. that. I mean, people yeah, were singing about really the devil. They would just they would get out there. Ozzy would ramble through. Yeah, they, songs before they'd be in their smelly. <laughs> they'd be in their smelly bell bottoms that they haven't washed in six weeks, and they'd sing about the devil. And then, you know, everybody would throw buckets of water at him to get him off the stage. <laughs> but, I mean, no, but Alice Cooper did all... I mean, he cut his head off. He used to have a giant yeah. robot come out that he'd stab with a guitar. I mean, he did all kinds of stuff. He was very innovative. Because, to be honest with you, the song itself, there's nothing special about it. Nothing no, it, it. It's a good... It's okay. I mean, I don't mind Alice Cooper. He's not one of my favorites, but um, he's definitely an innovator. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and it, you listen to it, it's eerie enough, and it definitely... Conjures a lot of spooky, spooky thoughts. And stuff. Right, yeah. it's, 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 it is it's good. definitely Halloween rock. Oh, it absolutely is. So, oh, you and, could. And, and he was in Wayne's World. That's true. He was in Wayne's World, which is 
Awesome. And he also did this song on <laughs> Muppet Show. That, oh, that is that blows my mind. How does that happen? Yeah, he does it with a whole bunch of monster Muppets. It was a Halloween themed episode too. That's pretty. Awesome. What season yeah. was that? Uh, that's, that's I think awesome. it was like season four. I don't yeah, have that three one. or four. Um, no, it hasn't been released on DVD yet. I've always liked Alice Cooper too because back when the Osbournes had their reality show and they were selling up MTV, the, uh, someone came to Alice Cooper like, "Hey, why don't we shoot? We we'll do a documentary of your family too. It'll be really cool." And he was just like, um, "All right, spend spend an hour with my family." And they're like, okay, this is the most boring fucking thing we've ever yeah. seen in our life. <laughs> he's this guy. He's like, I am the Prince of Darkness. Where's my nine iron? He's a huge golfer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, all right, yeah, whatever, Alice. But... <clears throat> he's... And, actually, and actually, while we're on Alice Cooper, I just want to bring up one more honorable mention. He's back, The Man Behind the Mask by Alice Cooper from the uh, from uh, Friday the 13th Part 6. Oh, man. Oh, and did you know, too, that he Alice Cooper just recently put out a new album? They sat in a think tank and they said, what can we do for another concept album? And then they gave up and said, hey, welcome to my nightmare too. Oh, okay. With the hit album, I'm going to bite your face off. <laughs> then you look at Alice Cooper and go, really? You really? Yeah. Okay, Alice. Hey, look on the bright side. At least he didn't come on that think tank with like, okay, guys, we got a new album title, Bad Out of Hell 4. <laughs> <laughs> Meatloaf said, no fucking way. <laughs> We didn't have enough pie to satiate the <laughs> big monster. He's asking for his clay back. I still don't know what that means. Mm. <laughs> All right, number well, number six on our list, or the next song on our list. Uh, this is my uh, this is my go to song for any Halloween uh, mix. Dead Man's Party by Oingo Boingo. Killed on his way to a party, and everybody there is dead too. And I think it's supposed to be about purgatory, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, it is a cool tune. It's a it's a jaunty little tune, though. Oh yes, but so, Danny Elfman's just creepy anyway. So right. I, he could he could come out and sing "Mary Had a Little Lamb." You'd be like, "Ooh, I hate lambs." <laughs> I firmly believe he sleeps in a in a coffin. You know, he might. I mean, we could honestly do another Halloween show just on Danny Elfman's scary like tunes from movies. We'd have to combine it with Tim Burton, though. Could like and then you're contractually like really tough to do. Yeah. Right? You're contractually obligated to mention Helena Bonham Carter. So. <laughs> exactly. And I don't know how we're going to fit that in. <laughs> All right. Next, we've got "Somebody's Watching Me" by Rockwell. Ooh. I'm just an average man with an average life. I work from nine to five. Hey, hell, 
actually, Michael Jackson makes another appearance here. He does. Yeah, it's because Barry Gordy had a shotgun to his head, so motherfucker, <laughs> you better sing on my kid's record. Because uh, I can think of no other reason why Michael Jackson was singing on that, exactly. on that song. It's Barry Gordy's kid. Yeah. yeah. Rockwell's a member of the Lucky Sperm Club. Yeah. <laughs> he, he not only... He, he's not only Barry Gordy's son, he married into the Jackson family. I think it was like Reeby's husband or something like that. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. My favorite part of this song is the ill-advised portion where he starts going into a British accent for no good reason because he can't do I'm afraid to find my hair! When <laughs> <laughs> I go out at night... <laughs> I understand it's 1984 and cocaine is huge right now. That would explain the song. Yeah. Barry, did you hear that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Damn it. Sounds like a million selling to me. Just leave it to Rick James and walk away, alright? You know, poor Barry Gordy is probably sitting there going, shit. I've produced the Jackson 5, Marvin fucking Gay. And now here's my horribly talented son, but my wife won't stop nagging me until I give him a goddamn record. There you go, son. It'll be as big as the Monster Mash. I swear to God, it will be. Maybe he'll be at Spooky World next. <laughs> Why not? Everybody else who shows up to that thing is dead at this point, other than uh, with some of the guys from the Devil's Rejects. I think they show up at this point. Well, I got a funny Spooky World story. If you want oh to no! Hear about okay, it. Yeah. love to hear it. Ye- well, years story. ago, we I went to sp- now, mind you, Spooky <laughs> World. It's, it's it, for people who don't know, it's a Halloween themed park like Disney World, except it's instead of having these fabulous animatronic creatures, they have stone teenage kids with the munchies <laughs> and rubber rubber masks running around, scaring you on a hayride. But what they would do is they would bring in. D-list, you know, movie stars. You know, like, hey, come on to Spooky World. You know, Jason Voorhees is here. Yeah, this I evening. think Kane Hodder has appeared there like Kane Hodder a million times. times for he worked for a sandwich. So, they, <laughs> so we got some girl. I went with a buddy of mine who got us in for free. So we got a picture taken with some screen uh, screen queen. Right. I don't even remember what her name was, but she looks at me and she goes, "All right, uh, who do I make this out to?" I said, "To Jim and Matt." She goes, "All right." To Chip and Matt. <laughs> and my friend Matt goes, wait a minute. I go, no, no. Just keep it. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> and that's my spook. Well, and the girl was, the girl was like, like, she was like a, a, a an ex-cop. So we, for, so for the year, for years after, we called it Spooky Boobs. Uh, that's my Spooky World story. Yeah, I, I remember the first couple of years at Spooky World, a few of my friends who would work there essentially were made caretaker of Tiny Tim. You know, the tiptoe through the tools. <laughs> Mutated freak, Tiny Tim. I have to pee in a bottle. They're pretty much. <laughs> they, they, they were the bottle cleaners. And they were the diaper soil, you know. Get him a jar. <laughs> Just make sure he's stocked up plenty of slush puppies and porno. That's all he needs right now. <laughs> Did he just drop a baby Ruth? Actually. <laughs> I hope that was a baby Ruth. All right, uh, what is it? Uh, somebody I know used to work there and brought him home. Oh, and no. hung out with him. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was Jane, and she was creeping with me. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Let, let... You care for a Zima? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on before the libel suits start happening. Adam, you want to take the next one? Where are we? I lost my five. Eight. Not here. Eight. Scary Monsters. David Bowie. She was trying to do 
Awesome song. Bowie. 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 We're all familiar with this song, right? Mm. Yes. Scary Monsters and Super Creeps? Vaguely, yeah. Well, it was, yeah, it's... It, it's always... I love this song. I really... I, like, I jam out every time I hear it. I always forget to put it on Halloween list, though. Andy, you never jam out to I anything. don't jam out to anything. Yes, you're too thing. white yeah. to jam out. True, true. That true that. Said, that can be said by this entire room, actually. Yeah, yeah it's... Well, I, I'm trying to remember those scary monsters. Was uh, Ziggy Stardust? No, this was. Is it right? This was, was it the Ashes to Ashes album? So this so is this all. Was, this is like right b- before he became the Thin White Duke. It's when he was in his like transition stage. This was well. This is this is prior to um, Let's Dance. This was the album before. Right, Let's Dance, and he became so. the Thin White Duke. Yeah, okay. I always thought the Thin White Duke was at, right after Ziggy. Well, Stardust. Thin White Duke is everything when he was in his white suit. Okay, and stuff like yeah, that. all right. Um, great so yeah this is like the last of his costumey showy albums and this song is fantastic end of his costumey showy I don't know if I'd say if it's a Halloween song though it's more of a I mean okay the song is the title is Scary Monsters I don't know I mean it's I guess you can put it on there just because of the name of it, but I mean, I don't know if it's a, it's technically a Halloween song. I don't it, know if it's talking... more like it's a song of like referencing a bad dream, really. Uh, it's about a bad acid trip. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. Jim, you want to move on to the next one? Um, well, this song could also um, be in the same genre, scary, scary monsters, but. It has a kick-ass guitar solo. In it. it really Santana does. Santana song with a guitar nobody solo. Nobody rocked it like Tom Stankowitz. <laughs> That's true. He That's could true. Ro- he could rock. It's uh, Santana's Black Magic Woman. Got a black magic woman. Got a black magic woman. I got a black magic woman. Got me so blind I can't see. She's a black magic woman She's trying to make a devil out of me Don't turn your back on me, baby Don't turn your back on me, baby Yes, don't turn your back on me, baby Stop messing around with your tricks Don't turn your back on me, baby Song. It's an awesome song. It's not about a witch, okay? It's not about Satan's dollhouse or anything like that. It's it's about a just a bitchy woman. But you know, when you think about a black magic woman, you think about these old haggity, right? One tooth women's you know boiling bats in a cauldron. But well, it definitely has that voodoo feel. To it, it does. No, that's a very good way to put it. It does it has that voodoo, Latino, eerie, sinister feel to it. But it's right. It's. it's I, I think it's a good idea. I can't in the in the war in the in the title, Black Magic Woman is very prominent in it. Oh yeah. You know? So it's not like I mean, if you're looking to have a you know a Halloween party, you know the, the last thing you want on your list is for people to think, well, why is this song on the list? I don't understand. It. Right. This, this is very prevalent. So right. I it's, it's a, I, every time I hear this song, now I can only think of, of Guitar Hero Three. Oh yes. This one goes on forever. Yes, it does. And God bless her. My wife played at this one so much until she got it perfect on easy. I, I, I needed like someone to drop, like put drops in my eyes. Oh yeah. Because I don't know if you, if, if for those of you that haven't played Guitar Hero or Rock Band, there's people out there that haven't played it. You don't sitting right next to you. You, you don't blink when you play. You, you can't. Don't, 
You can't blink. If you blink, you, you're gonna you, some some bad's gonna happen. Ugh. So yeah, this is a long song. Well, it's an yeah. awesome yeah. song. Oh, it's, a great, song. it's a great song. It's a great song. It sounds like a Doctor Who episode. <clears throat> Don't really? blink. Don't, Don't blink. blink. Yeah. <laughs> it always comes back to Doctor Who, doesn't it? Well, no, doesn't everything? There are these monsters that like basically, if you look away from them, they like move like the speed of light. But if you look at them, they're, they're statues. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like those ghosts in the Mario games yeah. where if you're looking at them, they don't do anything. But then you turn your back, they're all like... <laughs> <laughs> yep, ghosts in their windowless vans. <laughs> Next on the playlist, uh, the Eagles' Witch-A Woman. Which a woman? It's got an eerie sound. To yeah, it. it's got an eerie sound, but it's a lot like Black Magic Woman. But but you know it's, what's cool about it though? It, I think I think it's of all the, of the last three that we've talked about. I think it's the most Halloweeny, just because that harmonizing that they do. That oh yeah, oh yeah. I think that's cool. I think it adds a you know you know the walking around at night. And <laughs> the, the trees are bare and the leaves are blowing. I mean you hear yeah. that and then you take. You play your pants. witchy woman. You're you're you're, you're trick or treating and you're about to get bag bag jacked. So. <laughs> Bag jacked. Bag jacked. Better bag jacked than tea bagged. Oh, <laughs> that's a. T- I don't want to know what that's a horrible. That's a horrible trick. Mike, I don't know what happened. It's a trick or a treat depending on, on what uh... part you're in. Jeez, I mean, I know they're just celebrating ten years of electricity in Lunenburg, but my God, <laughs> if you're in P-town, that might be a trick. Or a tra- <laughs> that might be a treat rather than a trick. Yeah. A tea bag. It's <laughs> 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 <to> my birthday. <laughs> Yes! Flourish the pinky! <laughs> Would you like some more tea? Yes! yes. <laughs> oh, it's always going to come back to Sunny in Philadelphia with you, isn't it, Adam? Mm-hmm. I'm afraid so. Yeah. But it's a fun song. I mean, this this is definitely a scarier song than, like, say, Hotel, the Hotel of California, yeah. where Bad Acid Trip, Hellmouth, could be either. Yeah. Could be Glenn, Glenn Fry. <laughs> I'm working out. Could now. be Joe Walsh. <laughs> Jesus, he'd scare the shit out of anybody. Wow, Don Henley, he's a fine looking man. Oh, Glenn Fry, look at him. Whoa, Joe Walsh. Damn. Uh, why don't you uh, take the next one, Mike? All right. Next one is Werewolves of London by Warren Zevin. Zevon. Zevon. Okay, oh whatever. That's okay. That's okay. He's also, dead too, oh, by the way. Yeah, he's dead. Soho in the rain 
a place called Lee Ho Fuchs. Gonna get a big ditch if child me. Yeah. Awesome song. This is... You know what's cool about it, I think? It's campy. Oh, yeah. It it's is. super campy. And Halloween's all about camp and cheese. Yeah. And this song, yeah, it's yeah. a campy, goofy, wacky song. But it's a classic rock and roll song at the same time. Yeah, tell the story when you saw him. Oh, yeah, okay. So I actually was very lucky to see Warren Zevon on his last tour before he was diagnosed with you're going to die in a month cancer and then, you know, died. Uh, it was at the uh, Paradise Rock Club in Boston. And I was excited to see him. I had, you know, heard, I grew up listening to all his songs. Like, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be great. Gets up on stage, just him, guitar, chair, sits down, tunes up his guitar for a second, just, you know, making sure it's all set. Some idiot yells, but where was the London? Oh, God. And he just, the look of exasperation on his face was just, <laughs> I can't believe you motherfuckers. And he just like puts his fingers in, in place to get the uh, the chords going like Lawyers, guns, and money And I'm just I like actually turn around and shout like Have you ever been to a concert before? <laughs> that is the worst. Then he just stood up and walked away. He should have. He's, he's like, like He's like, like I, I hate all you motherfuckers. I wrote a ass. song about it like to hear it hit go. You can kiss my ass. I'm out. <laughs> Throw his guitar at the end. Fuck y'all. <laughs> well, you know what? I was going to play a track from my new album, but fuck yeah. you. Yeah. You don't get that anymore. Werewolves, fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> um, it's such a great song, though. And it's yeah. it's such a happy little tune for, you know, flesh-eating werewolves. Yeah. Oh, and it's, it's just wacky. It, it I mean, it's literally... Because when you hear a title about a song, it's usually an entendre about something else. It's yeah. really not... This is actually talking about werewolves. Yes. Just a bunch of werewolves hanging out in London. Yeah. Um, drinking, drinking pina coladas. Chilling it's out. It's a society where werewolves have ingrained themselves There's, among the now, normal people. They were people, too. They were. They were people I just too. gotta wonder, are they, are they really werewolves or just really, really hairy Londoners? Mm. Um, not a lot of those. Yeah, the teeth. Uh, I, say the, I don't know. The, maybe the, the teeth, howling. The, the teeth isn't a giveaway. Sorry, Alyssa, but the teeth are not really a giveaway. Oh boy! Let's, I, let's... I dare you to hear this come on in the car and not turn up the volume. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. This is, this is like one of those songs where you, it doesn't matter. You're at the stoplight. Oh, yeah. I dare you. I dare you not to howl when he goes. Oh, woo. True. And even if you don't know any of the other words in the song, you know that one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Adam. Uh, number 12, Pet Cemetery by the Ramones. Great song. Great Ramones song, considering that it was made specifically to, to, to roll out the end credits of that terrible, terrible Pet Cemetery movie. Oh.
But the book is scary. Oh, the book the is... The book is terrifying. The, 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 the book is pants-shittingly terrifying. <laughs> it's <laughs> pants-shittingly terrifying. <laughs> well, I better put my depends on. I'm yeah. going to crack Stephen King open again this evening. <laughs> I'm about to flip to page... Oh, not again... <laughs> Oh, God. I, I read that book my freshman year of high school. It was like, I was on such a Stephen King kick. Like, the first half of my freshman year, I read nothing but uh, the Frank Herbert Dune series. The second half of my freshman year, I read nothing but Stephen King novels. I read Pet Cemetery in one night. One night? One, I read the whole thing in one night and just stayed up. I couldn't go to sleep, because if I went to sleep, the freaking kid would come cat, and get me. No, the cat would jump on your head exactly. and you'd shit your shorts. <laughs> I had some cats like that too, so yeah. <laughs> now, did Stephen King also write Pet Cemetery 2? No, thank <laughs> Christ. Because if that were the case, we'd all have to hop in the van right now, drive up to Maine, and beat the living shit out of him with baseball bats. No, we'll just run him over with that van again. <laughs> you, you mean go over to his house yes. with a wrought iron fence with a spider on it? <laughs> hey, I'm creepy. Come into my house. <laughs> Pet Cemetery 3. The gerbils are loose. Run! Y'all want some cookies and some wine? Why are they going into the hardware store for the black duct tape? I don't understand. Now, I, I do I do love the song Pet Cemetery. I love the Ramones. And this is probably the only excuse I'm ever going to have on this show to ever talk about the Ramones. This song is horrible. I love the Ramones. Oh. And the song is horrible. I think it fits there. It, it's... It came out 15 years after they did, so... Okay, this is... Okay, they would just paid a lot of money to right. do this. This is not... That wasn't a Ramones song. Right. It's not... It's just... All right. They sang it, fine, they did it to get a paycheck, but, I mean, it doesn't even... This is, But this isn't like Hey Stupid by Alice Cooper, though. Well, no. Or, uh, <laughs> or the uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy song on the Shocker soundtrack by Junker, sang by all the A-list hair metal celebrities... <laughs> Hey, here's an idea, guys. Let's get Paul Stanley, the bassist from Dawkin, and rock out. <laughs> That's some scary shit, Paul Stanley without his makeup on. From the people that brought you the Robert Englund Phantom of the Opera. It's not the musical. It's Robert Englund. Look. Look. Robert Englund is living under a bridge. And he needs help. We'll, we'll make this movie for him, please. Consider coming to see it. Poor Robert. Yes. Now keep in mind, if you say his name three times, you can cross the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, let's move on. Jim, take what? the next one. Uh, uh, get it. Get in there. Get in and dig in. Get I it. I, you know, I can't, Adam, you do this one. I don't know anything about this song. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll, I'll do the next one. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. All, all right, right. All right. You do this one. All right, number 13, Nightmare on My Street. By DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince.
about this is probably the only time this, we're ever going to have to talk about exactly. DJ Jazz. Yeah, this, is, this, this is a great song. Come on. Come Nightmare, on. All right, Nightmare on Elm Street is huge. They decided to write a song where DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince are mixing up with Freddy. Where Freddy's basically like invading uh, Will Smith's dreams and he's calling jazz to help him out really he yeah didn't get, he didn't get rolled by a bunch yeah. of gangsters no, no hey motherfucker come here and then and then eventually in the end freddie kills you know dj jazzy jeff who's probably homeless right now <laughs> yeah I don't, but, I don't boy there's a loss Jay's <laughs> john bonham and dj jazzy jeff yeah, I don't think Will Smith was calling Jazzy Jeff to help him out. I think he was just calling him to throw him at Freddy exactly. and run away. Yeah, take him. I don't need him anymore. DJ Human Shield to the rescue. <laughs> Project Human Shield. <laughs> oh god, I mean this Project Dark Shield. <laughs> I, I did like I do like the opening the opening bit to the song. Yeah, just like the music. But my biggest complaint about DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. All of their songs are identical. All their videos essentially were done in that white room with all the graffiti and the. They're wearing their fat outfits, you know, with the painter caps on backwards. Hey, getting jiggy with it sounds nothing like parents don't understand. All right, that's true. But that was also in the '90s when when Will Smith was like, you know what? I have a hit TV show. I'm eventually going to go on to get nominated for two Academy Awards. I don't need this shit right now. <laughs> I need We're going get... outside to do the video. <laughs> you know what's scary, too? I want out of this painted room. Now! You know get what's... me the hell away from this guy with the glasses. You know what's also scary? When you go, when you see fresh balloon print in pastel colors graffiti. <laughs> Run! It says fresh! That's right. 1988, you could possibly be the worst year in the 80s. <laughs> But all the zombies what? would have flat tops. Yeah, that's true. They would all, all the zombies. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, they sued them for copyright infringement. The guy, the the uh, studio that made Nightmare on Elm Street sued DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince for copyright infringement because they didn't get permission to do the song about the movie. Does that make you feel any better? No, right. that's okay because well, I like the song. All right. It only meant that J- J- you know, J- DJ Jazzy Jeff was going to sleep in a refrigerator bo- box for the rest of his days. Well, Will Smith is going to pollute the world with him, with his offspring's talent. I note the quote, the finger quotes when I say that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Once in a while, they have lunch, and Jazz is like, "Will, have you tried this thing called crack? It's delicious." <laughs> and get the hell out of my house. It's the base. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm sure that their lunches are filled with a stony, stony silence. Yeah. Will Smith is just like eating like just normal and someone's just staring at him. Like, no, he's laying back on a chair and someone's feeding him grapes. <laughs> just shivering like... Yeah, from you ironically... Extra, you got the extra shoes. <laughs> the grapes ironically purchased from the supermarket that Jazzy Jeff works at. <laughs> they don't have any... Any citrus? Do you? I think I'm developing rickets. <laughs> hey, Will, I'll peel that grape for you if you let me the skin. Okay, okay. Let's move on. We had our racist episode last time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Moving on, Jim. Oh, God. I, I won't lie to you. Uh, I'm a 40-year-old man, and when I hear this song, I, I seriously, my, my bladder is, is looking to empty. It's just, it's, yeah. Oh, my God. 
It, the year is 1980. <laughs> 78, actually. Whatever. Well, that's when, that's the when movie I, came this out. This is when it came out. I didn't see it in the theater. This is when it was on cable. Oh, okay. So it's Halloween. It's not Halloween. It's, it's, I'm at Steve Burney's house, and we're watching it. It's very late at night. You're talking, of course, about the Halloween theme. Well, I was getting there, but yes. Sorry. Why didn't you guys keep hanging out with this Steve Bernie when he beat you we up so much? We were stupid! We were stupid. We didn't okay. realize that two is more than one. <laughs> First off, <laughs> it would have been one. Because Andy would have, you would have seen Andy's body line imprint in the wall as he ran <laughs> out the door. Believe me. <laughs> Just like a smoke cell. Anyways, yeah. this, this, theme, this theme music scares the oh, crap yeah. out of me. And the reason why it does, and it did at the time was because Steve got his hands on one of those masks. Oh, shit. You know, the plaster cast of Shatner? Yeah. That's what it is. It's yeah. terrifying. He excused himself from the room. Now, the room where we watched the TV had a big sliding glass door on a deck. So, two minutes later, he's gone. I look out the door, and there's Michael Myers <laughs> staring at me. I, I Seriously, I went up like eight octaves. <laughs> Pavarotti would have just would have just sweat and jealousy listening to me. It scares the crap. It is the most eerie sound, and it's so cheaply done. It's done on oh, a yeah. high impact, high energy Casio I, keyboard. I think they're like how he, it. How What's he it? came up with that music, I have no idea. But it, it is a stroke of genius. It oh, is yeah. far and away the scariest music I have ever heard. Easily. <laughs> uh, well, I was actually making uh, my Halloween playlist a few nights ago. It's number. If, if we're doing it in order, it's one. Yeah, I I, I had that song. I, I started playing it. I was like late and I was like, no, no, we'll save that for the morning. I just I could not listen to it. I just <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. All right, I'll take the next one, which uh, is another movie theme, uh, "Tribular Bells Part One" by Mike Oldfield. Exorcist. I find this way creepier. Uh-uh. This, I don't know. I, I'm all, I almost got to side with Adam on this only because it uh-uh. just, it sounds like the gates of hell are opening up and, and the devil is just kind of slowly sauntering out, hands in pockets, 
just kind of like walking out of hell, just sauntering out like, hey guys. Well, that sounds like more of hell's version of the Sears catalog than anything else. <laughs> and the scene, and scenes in this wonderful Sears you know, slacks, you know, with the pe- with the pockets <laughs> down below. And yeah. I don't know, I I really just think this is way more terrifying, only because <clears throat> well. It's as slashery awesome as the John Carpenter it's Halloween Nothing to are. do with, to me, it's nothing to do with the content. I've seen a zillion slasher movies. I, I don't know what it, it just conjures an image. It just, it just, just, it's just bone chilling. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm starting with Jim here. Halloween, All I right. think, is scarier than Two Billy We're evenly, we're evenly matched. Do you want to uh, throw in your two cents here to tie, break the tie? Ah, right, so we'll have to right. agree to disagree. Agree. Yes, exactly. Okay. Much like when in Rome. <laughs> All right, Mike, you want to take the next one? Yes. All right. It's just a step. To, it's just a jump to the left, and then a step to the right. It's Foot the loose. time warp oh. <laughs> from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. To the left. With your hands on your hips. You're bringing me to the time. Maybe it's the Let's do the time Let's do the This is such a fun song, and I'm ashamed to say that I like it. I really am. I'm not a big... I've never seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show at a midnight showing. It's awful. Oh, it's true. not off. I went. I actually went to go see it with yeah. Alan Mackey. Oh, Jesus. It guy. was this weird... Like, you had these these prepubescent kids all dressed up like the, the characters, which meant they were all dressed up... They were in, you know, stockings like Tim yeah. Curry. It was weird. They were throwing toast at each other, and they were <laughs> they were chanting along at certain points of the movie... I, I, but I'm with you. I like it's. It's actually a pretty cool song. Um, yeah. The rest of it is garbage. If you like oh, yeah. dancing with a tranny, yeah, well, I do. It is a jump to the left right. in high heels. You take the yeah. good with the bad. You know. Well, this actually. I mean, this song doesn't have uh, Frank Furter in it. No, no, like, he hasn't been introduced yet. It's right, the very beginning your, of the movie. This is your intro to like just the weirdness that's going to come around. Yeah, they get the Bar- Bobby Boris Pickett look alike. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, nothing wrong here. Let's go into the mansion. Exactly. <laughs> Let's see, creepy mansion, underwear. I think we're okay. And wife that looks like um, that old lady the um, from Prin- the Princess Bride, Susan Sarandon. No, she looks like Carol Kane in that. But yeah, yeah. So, Susan Sarandon has pulled a Benjamin Button. She looks much better now than she did in nineteen. Oh, I, don't, I thought she looked really she good. She's pulled yeah. a Benjamin Button. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a term for masturbating. <laughs> Benjamin Button all over the uh, I remember though when that gives that you'll go blind if you keep pulling Benjamin Button. <laughs> that gives that movie a whole new meaning. 
I remember when Rocky Horror came out on video cassette for the first time to celebrate its 15th anniversary. Yeah. Oh my god, what a freaking abortion that was. Because <laughs> we had rented it, and we were going to like do a Rocky Horror thing. It was like us and... I don't think you were with us, but a bunch of like people from the drama group... Oh, I was there. We're going to do it. Oh my god. Just, it failed no, miserably. No, what I did was I sat and I watched you in a corner chuckling. Oh, yes. But I believe, I believe that was also an Alan Mackey thing, though, where he was like, he was going to lead it. Yes. Of I'm going to do this and we're going to throw the toast and then we're going to throw the prizes. <laughs> we're going to throw the toast. <laughs> and then I'm going to. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't watched it in years. It's it's on Netflix on demand. It's on. It's been on VH1 Classic a lot. Yeah. I don't want to watch it on VH1 Classic, though, because every, like, three and a half minutes is a okay, commercial. commercial break. Let's do the tut. Massengill. <laughs> <laughs> I rented it once and the watched it all the way through. It was fun, but I don't think I'd ever want to kind of buy it. It's a no. It's it, it's a very catchy tune. Yeah. You listen. It's one of those songs you listen to it. It's stuck in your. It's going to be stuck in my skull now till yep. noon tomorrow. Cool. It's very very catchy. Yeah. But again, the rest of the show is garbage. It's crap. I oh, don't even know. God. I have. I've seen it twice. I can't tell you the plot. I don't know no. how it ends. Um, Meatloaf's in it. Wow that that that's a license to print money. It ends with some <laughs> a UFO. Comes in somehow, I think. Oh, yeah. The, thanks for the clarification. Now it's all clear to me. Well, that, no, that's about as clear as the movie. No, is. I know it's stupid. It's, it's I, I don't the script know. literally reads like they ran out of drugs five minutes before the end of the movie. <laughs> all right, how do we tie this up? Um, aliens. All right, good. I'm glad we could write together in freebase. <laughs> All right, Adam, you want to take the next one? I, I think Andy should oh. take this one. I think, oh, you know what? Yeah, you got to take yeah, this yeah. one. This, All right. is, this is definitely one of your babies here. Oh, from the Book of Mormon, Spooky Mormon Hell Dream. for eating the donuts and now you walk out on your mission companion you're a dick jesus i'm sorry jesus hates you this we know for jesus just told you so you remember lucifer he is even spookier <laughs> millions of hades have you heard the news kevin was caught playing so awesome because it's I mean everything that the Book of Mormon is is an homage to other musicals and this is their thing where they kind of they have to they have to obligatorily throw in the title for no good reason whatsoever so there's one point where it's like I can't believe I'm in this spooky Mormon hell dream and then Satan comes and essentially the, the whole thing starts where He's reminded of the first time he sinned when he stole a donut and blamed his brother on it. And then his second sin in life was abandoning his the, the guy that he's supposed to be on his mission with. These are the two sins he's committed his entire life. Then Satan brings out... First of all, Satan brings out stuff like coffee. Because Mormons can't drink coffee. It's right. a sin to drink coffee and other stimulants. 
<laughs> they have um then then the devil brings out like Jeffrey Dahmer and uh Mao Zedong and Johnny Cochran and all these people that are like, you know, like I slaughtered the Chinese, I I I killed this guy and fucked his corpse and I said OJ free. <laughs> He's like, suddenly this whole coffee yeah. thing seems really inappropriate. And then he's... But he's like, sorry guys, my sins are way worse than yours. <laughs> These two stupid things. And then Jesus comes out, calls him a dick, and then that ends up in the song as well. I can't believe Jesus called me a dick! So why again, why is this a Halloween song? It's a Halloween song because it's a spooky Mormon hell dream. They talk about lots of spooky, spooky stuff. So what's spooky? The song or Mormons? Well, a little bit of Mormon, column A, a little bit of column B. B. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Mormon belief system on the whole, with all the stuff that they had on <clears throat> on the stage, with you know, like the coffees, and I think they had like a like a Jewish star David on there as well as being a sin, and oh, they can't boy. drink beer either. Yeah, they're not allowed booze. Whoop. <laughs> Yeah, sounds kind of awesome. I'm thinking maybe I check out this whole Mormon. Thing. <laughs> you need to have like seven children. <laughs> yeah. Yes, but you can have like five wives. That's only in Utah. Oh, okay. I thought they, there was no stimulant. They like you have to walk around life with your eyes closed. Yeah, exactly. And your fingers and your ears and nose. Well, you've seen that show, Sister Wives. Well, that guy's nothing to look at. Neither of any of his wives. Sister Wives. So is it called Sister Wives? Yeah. Is that the comes right, it comes on right after Uncle Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not Grandma. <laughs> no, there's a show. I think it's on TLC where this guy is an actual polygamist, and quite honestly, so nothing... why hasn't the FBI kicked his door in and dragged him oh, out this, screaming? Oh, I guess, I guess they, they like they keep their whereabouts hidden, except for the you know the film crew that follows him around, and <laughs> it's like Bear Grylls, you know. He's got to get himself out of these, like, situations, but the camera crew seems to make it through as well. Oh, do they have to eat skunk crap to survive, too? Yeah, I much prefer the adventures of Mike Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I think Jim's going to choke to death on his beard. Oh, no. Did any of that come out of your nose? Oh, fantastic. Tonight, Mike Hawk comes into a softening situation. <laughs> He's got to take one for the team. That's good radio. Yeah, um, yeah. All right. All right. Let, let's move on. Yes, Jim. Wait, no, this is back on me here. Where are we? Uh, Actually, Jim, do you want to take this one? You can take the next one, Adam? Yeah, uh, sure. Right, this is one of my favorite movies. Uh, it's This Is Halloween by Danny Elfman. My favorite Halloween movie. One of my favorite movies, actually. Which um, is? In case if someone doesn't know what it is. Well, I, I assume that most of our audience would, but it is A Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes. Boys and girls of every age Wouldn't you like to see something strange? Come with us and you will see this our town of Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkins scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween. Everybody make a scene. Trick or treat. Tell the neighbors on the diaphragm. It's our town. Everybody's free. It's our Halloween. I am the one hiding under your bed. Keith grabs.
crown sharp and eyes glowing red. I am the one hiding under your stairs. Fingers like snakes and spiders in my hair. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Yes. And it is Otherwise known as Hot Topic Christmas. You know what? <laughs> Hot Topic Christmas. <laughs> Come on in and buy a Wonder Woman suit. <laughs> um, but you know what I like about it? Because you know what it is? I, I don't like slasher movies particularly. I just find them ridiculous. I, it, 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 they're just silly. Um, to me, I've always... I like campy, campy Halloween. I like dudes in sheets running around. And I like witches and stuff like this. Yep. And... I like the classic sense of Halloween, you know, witches and, you know, ghosts and zombies and vampires and stuff like that. I like the real classic look. Almost like a gothic look in, in, in Nightmare, obviously, and Nightmare Before Christmas encapsulates all that. But this is one of the best songs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the, on, it's not the best song. But it is one of the best songs on. I think it, it best encapsulate, encapsulates the. Well, yeah, it's it's the, the it's the introductory song to the movie, right? Yeah, you know, it lets you know. It's, I'm going to go watch that tonight. Um, yeah, but uh, it's it, it's good because it's um, well, the name Halloween is in it, but it really does help give you an introduction to the movie, and it really gives you. Uh, it's almost like your guide to Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Yeah. Actually. Um, you should uh, you should head down to uh, Disney World or Disneyland D- um, between Halloween and Christmas. The haunted house, the haunted mansion. Yeah, they completely redo it. Oh, cool. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I, I've actually heard about that. That it's it it they they change it over. It becomes a Jack Skellington theme. Oh yeah, wow. yeah. I've I've actually I've actually got video somewhere on my camera uh, of I actually took video of while I went through it. Um, you know how you go down the elevator at the start? Yeah. Yes. And you look up and there's that that body hanging down. Uh-huh. Yes. It's changed. It's actually Jack Skeleton's face looking down at you. <laughs> he's Because he's, he's, he's the narrator. He can talk to you through it. I'm really oh. amazed they just haven't kept that as the year-round thing. Because this movie, every year this, that passes, this movie becomes more and more popular. Oh, yeah. It's, I think, it, I don't know if it's a cult classic, but it's, man, it's... I th- well, I yeah, think it is. It's, it's transcended cult classic. Well, it's too so popular to be a cult. Well, I don't know if the, the popularity. I think, no, it started as a cult classic because when it came out in '93, only the diehards went to go see it. I saw it in the movie theater. Yeah, I saw it in the movie I theater. I saw it in theaters too. as yeah. well. I saw it in the theater. Yeah, you and I have seen it twice in the theater because we true. went to go see the we, 3D version. Yes, too. which wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. But <laughs> I, uh, anytime I can watch that, I'm going to watch it again tonight. Yeah, I actually, went um, and saw this with my aunt. Nice. I I think I took a date to that one. Okay. Yeah. I was too young for dating. Oh, well. I was in college. Yeah. Have you seen it? Of course he's seen it. Of course seen it. saw it. Oh, yeah. Steffi's seen it, too. He's an American. He's seen it. What am I, a communist? <laughs> of course I've seen it. <laughs> well, guess my wife's a communist. Yeah. Oh, no. Your wife didn't see it because she doesn't like Tim Burton. Nope. At all. Nope. She's never seen Goonies. No, she did. She, she finally did. did. She finally watched it. We have New Year's, and New Year's Eve. Eve. She didn't like it, though, right? No, she didn't no, like she liked it. it. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah, Cindy Lauper sang the theme music. Yeah, no, it would have been better if George Michael had been singing, you know, good enough. But, <laughs> all right. That's another show for another time. So, um, but let's move on. Adam, you want to take the next one? Certainly, certainly. Um, you don't have any Where are we? No, I'm running down, running down. Oh, number 19, Hell, Scroll Nut Zippers.
This is, it's like a, uh, you know, a kind of a real graphic description of, you know, the bad things that can happen to you in the afterlife. It, yeah. You know, if Hell had a martini bar, yeah. they would be playing this They'd song They'd be playing it, yeah. yeah. This is a, there's like a sing-along and everything. This is a... In case you didn't know that Hell sucks, yeah. let us illustrate <laughs> it for you. You're going to get a pitchfork in the ass. Swing yeah. in the late 90s, like every other failed punk band did. <laughs> It's going to be that in hippies with acoustic guitars. <laughs> I can't smile without you. Oh, stop him, I'll repent! Why is he singing Survivor songs? <laughs> it's like the really lame... Uh, Ooh, some comedian said, I think hell is sitting on a bench next to the Bay City Rollers for the Grawl of Eternity. <laughs> what is that from? Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. That's right. Dennis, Dennis Leary, Leary yeah. that's right. Oh, I love that. Dennis Leary. Actually, that reminds me of from... Uh, uh, of a scene from the Animaniacs. Oh, which is? Well, you know the Animaniacs. Yeah, of course I know yeah. the Animaniacs. <laughs> the, um, they go to hell, and um, Satan, um, Satan curses them to spend eternity listening to whiny protest songs from the 60s. <laughs> 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 uh, I hate the government more than you and me. The government took my... Took my goldfish and unplugged my TV. <laughs> so lend me your ears, oh little man. <laughs> All right, let, let's move on. We're, yeah. we're starting to run low on time here. So, uh, Mike, you want to take the next one? Yeah, all right. Next one is another classical piece, Night on Bald Mountain. This was a classical piece that we chose to be on this list. Yes. No. Well, because of, again, Fantasia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But this is, this this piece of music is absolutely terrifying. That's Adam Stone. It's dying. Yeah. I'm, I'm smothering it. Yeah. <laughs> With a pillow. I don't know how the hell you're doing that, but it's, it's really weird watching well, it. That, you know, but the thing about Night on Bald Mountain is, for me, it's the Fantasia. It's the segment on Fantasia. Yeah. Because if I heard it w- without seeing that person having that frame of reference... It, it's not spooky. Okay. I mean, I think, yeah, I definitely think that having watched Fantasia first and then hearing it yeah. afterwards, that's all you can think of is that big behorned devil. I know. Hi, I got an idea. Let's scare the kids. It's Beelzebub, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Uh, I don't know. It, yeah, I mean, the, the Fantasia segment is definitely scary, but I mean, I think the song by itself has definitely got that eerie feel to it. But is it because you saw... When was the first time you heard it? Um, probably when I watched Fantasia. Okay. There you go, yeah. It's but, already... It's... No, but I mean, I think, you know, if, if even if I hear it, you know, and I try not to think about that... Subconsciously, you will always go back to it. I know, but I think it still has a nice 
eerie feel to it. I mean, just that dark, very dark feel to it. I think, I think, yeah, it's. See, I don't even think it's dark. I think it's very uplifting. It's a do 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 do. I could see a bunch of you know people in lederhosen dancing around the fields. Let's you know. Well, I think music. the opening strains are, are a little creepy, and it gets creepy. oh with the fiddles. Yeah, oh, yeah. crazy fiddles. You gotta have those yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy fiddles. Crazy fiddles. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's again you know driving in the middle of the night in you know hillbilly rapesville New York. You know listening to that definitely something you want to turn off right afterwards. We got some pretty store bought teeth there. <laughs> All right. Hey, Mo, check it out. They got seats on the turlets. <laughs> Adam, why don't you take the next one? Oh, I'd love to. Halloween by Stephen Lynch. Tightening the clamps that are holding their little heads. So tight. Putting my lips to their ears as I whisper, please, don't fight. I promise I'll let you go home If you swear not to tell A soul Well, I'll just untie these I'm kidding Now where is my chainsaw? Let's rock and roll A pinch of your brother A teaspoon of you With the head of your sister Would make a good stew I'd give you a taste But your tongue's in the stew Irony what Halloween means to me. The genius. Yes. This is, I, I actually had to, like, the second I heard this song, I went right online and downloaded the chord the, the tablature for it. I had to learn how to play this song. <laughs> can it's, you play it now? Uh, yeah, I can play the Bash of Ice, C, the CF version of it. That's fantastic. Oh, but what a great song. Oh, it's so funny. For those of you who don't know Stephen Lynch, he's a, uh, uh, what do you call him, a musical... Savant. Musical comedian. So he sings songs that are anywhere from absolutely revolting to just the best thing that has ever touched your earballs. Yes. (laughs) Special Fred. Fantastic. But these songs are, I mean, they're so... Oh, God. They're they're gorgeous songs until they take the turn. Grandfather. Oh. (laughs) One of my favorites. Oh, The Old Pub is a great song. Oh, The Old Pub. (laughs) But... Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. There's just so many great songs, but they're all, like, they're gorgeous songs to start out with. Yes, yes. And then he gets to the chorus, and and usually it's terrifying. Halloween is no different. It starts out as a a kind of a spooky little, uh, you know, strum along, and he starts out... With very innocent lyrics, and then it gets into basically tightening the screws and the, the heads of the kids trapped in his basement, <laughs> eating Snickers with razor blades and Three Musketeers. Great it's, stuff. It's awesome. It's awesome stuff. <laughs> yeah, you don't see Bull Burnham writing a Halloween song. Yeah. Poor man, Stephen Lynch. <laughs> All right, I'll take the next one because it's such a ridiculous little uh, novelty tune that we got to mention it. The uh, the Flying Purple People Eater by Sheb Woobly. You mean the poor man's Bobby Boris? Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, I saw the thing coming out of the sky. It had one long horn, one big eye. I come, Mr. Shaking, and I said, Ooh, it looks like a purple people eater to me. It was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. Sure looks strange to me. 
When, Sheb. when I first started asking around about songs that should be on this list, every time I mentioned this song, everybody um, from the age of 25 and below all mentioned that there was this movie that came out in like the late, late 80s, early, early 90s with Ned Beatty of Deliverance fame called <laughs> the, the One-Eyed Purple People Eater. I bet, he, I bet you he squealed like a pig. That sounds like I've never, ever heard of that. that it, sounds I, like a porn. I, I, I'm You're sure. One-Eyed Purple pig. <laughs> One-eyed purple people eater. I think you might have to go to the doctor. It's fine. It's eating an apple. It's fine. I, all, I, all I can gather from this movie that I, I, I only remember seeing posters from is either a cable classic, like one of those, you know, wake up at like six in the morning, turn on HBO, it's the only thing on type of movies, or a direct-to-video classic. There's nothing else to watch. It's on the new release shelf, so it must be good. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, no, seriously. It's like, you know, Bobby Boar's Pickett's calling this guy a loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I mean, if you listen to it, it's... It's the very it's a very basic Halloween song. Well, there are so many... It actually steals from a bunch of other songs from the time. It steals tequila. It steals the We Like Short Short song. Oh, yeah, but it's it's it's... When was it written? The late fifties, um, probably early sixties. 60s. 60s. Okay, 60s. yeah, that, that's the middle of you know the when the, the Mercer Meyer movies. Yeah, and stuff like, well, who am I thinking of? No, I'm so not Mercer Meyer. I'm sorry. Who am I thinking of? Oh, um, Sid Meier. Yeah, no, no. Oh, uh, Sid Murray Croft. Sid Meier. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Uh, Valley of the Dolls. Valley of the Dolls. Oh, Roger Meyer. Roger Meyer. But it kind of conjures that type of image, like this real campy, strange aliens and stuff. With this enormous woman with gigantic boobs. I told you, porn. There you go. Well, I I think if you're if you're seriously throwing together a playlist for a party and you want everyone to get the fuck out of your house, play this song. Oh yeah, that's your last song. (laughs) You don't even have to turn the lights off or tell everyone that the beer is gone. Just turn this song on. People will fucking leave in groups. All right, everybody, it's a Dr. Demento Halloween. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> one eye, one horn. Let's get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> it is seriously going to go downhill from here. Mike, you want to take the next one? All right, I think I will. This is your suggestion. <laughs> yes, this was brought up in uh, actually one of our previous episodes. But mm-hmm. Na- Nature Trail to Hell in 3D by Weird Al Yankovic. That's a fun song. It is. such a fun song. It's it, Mike, do you want to describe what the song's about? Because it's, it's terrifying. It's basically, <laughs> basically like uh, Friday the 13th, uh, Halloween, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's just them, the plots for those put into a Weird Al song. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. You can't go wrong. Exactly. Weird Al, enough said. Major Dre of the Hell in 3D. Jim, do you want to take the next one? I will. All right, cool. It is uh, Bad Moon Rising by uh, uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Song. Um, yes. Well, I, um, I mean, I don't think the song has any type of Halloween connotation to it, but the first, I believe, is it the first time that David Naughton turns into the werewolf? Yes. Is it? Yeah. Is that the song they play? They are playing Bad Moon Rising. I think. Yeah. But that, in that scene, because to me it's a seminal horror moment. I mean, it's, it's really when Rick Baker was at his best. Um, it, it, it was... Really, the first of the great transformations in the movies. Oh yeah, in, in the movies, you know, with, yeah. with werewolves and stuff. It's the first time you can saw it, like bones break and you know reshape and. Well, reform. and he was screaming in pain too. It wasn't just like you know Michael Landon where they were doing like the like the photo right. overlay, you know. But that song, every time I hear that song, no matter, and it's on the radio all the time on the classic any type of classic radio station. Immediately that scene comes up. Yeah, it's when he like he falls down on his back and his hands start growing and his face, all the bones <laughs> in his face breaks and he grows a snout. And it's just a really cool scene. Oh, all see right. for me that one, that song has an entirely different connotation because somebody mooned you. No, when I when I first heard, <laughs> when I first heard that song, I thought I thought it said there's a bathroom on the right. <laughs> I see a bad crap rising. <laughs> I had Mexican on the way. <laughs> oh, man. <sighs> All right. We've got one more to go. Who wants it? You. All right. The last song on our Halloween playlist is Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. I think it needs more cowbell. Yeah. scary kind of because in the miniseries of the stand 
I don't know if you saw it. Right? Yeah, yes. I did. They're, they're, they're panning through the city, and there's just all these dead bodies, and, uh, they're playing the, and they're playing that song. Because they're telling people, hey, look, don't fear the Reaper. Well, no, you're already dead, yeah. so... <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch that, only because every time I, I hear the song now, i got to go with more cowbell. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Great song, great guitar riff. Yeah, bad drumming. Yeah, drumming. Yeah, <laughs> that's Blue Oyster Cult. It's always bad. <laughs> yeah. Okay, before we get into our segments, we do have a couple of uh, listener things that didn't get mentioned originally, um, and mainly they're all Mike. They're actually from your folks on some of that stuff. You want to talk about starting with Lisa? All right, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Lisa brings up that so um, so far the soundtrack for Return of the Living Dead and some tracks by Goblin, who did a lot of the. Gialli soundtracks, you know, she's talking about some of her best um, Halloween music. And uh, then again, this is normal for me and not something unique to the holiday. So, I, I agree, she's actually fairly gothic a bit. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <laughs> um, well, another, another Lisa, my, co- my former co-worker, brings up Psycho, A Suite for Strings in a Michael Jackson Thriller. Although I prefer watching the video than listening to a song on, on a playlist. Yep. Yeah. Um, our good friend Alyssa over in the UK, she brings up the Fallout 3 soundtrack. And actually most of the songs seem are kind of like 50s, 40s, 50s songs. Okay. They're so campy, they're creepy. They are. They really are. Then it fits right in. Uh-huh. And um, Nicole, who also does... Who um, does uh, D&D, D&D Noobs. Noobs, yep. On Podbean.com. And who live tweets our shows. Yep. She brings up Alice Cooper's Steven, or pretty much the Welcome to My Nightmare album. <laughs> I do like the Fallout 3 soundtrack, but not because of the same reasons as Alyssa. Other than that, so, so, maybe something from Tool, Evanescence, or APC. Normally I don't think of music, but movies. I'll watch my favorite horror flicks when it gets Halloween time. Alright, now we, uh, we put the keys down with the bottle opener. We can move on to our segments. First of all, we're going to start with... Stupid! Stupid! Mike, you brought this to me, so go right on ahead. Yes, I saw this on Top of Robot today. Apparently, there are plans to make a TV series. Oh, motherfucker, no! Oh, it gets worse. He's not just a you know man done wrong and out to kill every you know villain he sees. He's an up and coming detective who moonlights as a vigilante. <laughs> God. You know what? Just quickly, I always found stupid about the Punisher. He's supposed to be this incognito vigilante, yet he just absolutely insists on walking around in black tights with a big, gigantic white skull on his and chest. And everyone knows exactly who oh, he is. Oh, look, it's him, the the vigilante that no one's supposed to know about. All right, look away. Yeah. We're not supposed to know. Oh, my God. So... Is this network, or is this going to be, like, Sci-Fi Channel, or something that might actually be allowed to say the word shit from time to time? Um, Marvel is owned by Disney, so it'll probably be on ABC. <laughs> awesome. Fuck. They just have no intention of ever making this character cool again, right? Uh, it seems that way, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, boy. Let's bury his ass. Yeah. Let's make him... And th- uh, this from someone that actually liked la- the last two Punisher movies. No, you didn't. I yes, I did. Nobody I, liked them. I didn't mind the Punisher... Uh, Punisher it's because Warzone. Ray Stevens was in it. Oh, yeah. no, you know, it wasn't that bad. It was closer to any Punisher movie, you know, in terms of making the guy like a vicious killer. Wrong. Dolph Lundgren's version was fabulous. <laughs> Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> 
The poor man. The poor man. I'm sorry. Is the is the Punisher Swedish? No. Yeah. Can he smell crime? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's move on now. There are no good trailers coming up for anything not really, right now. No. So we're not really going to talk about what... Mike, you hear that? What the hell was that? I have no freaking clue. Halloween night. It's... Oh my god. A Where's small it coming American from? town. It's the Halloween trailer. 15 years oh. ago. Why? seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. I think he'll come back. Well, okay. they don't make trailers like that anymore. No, no, they really don't. Where they're just like a lot of just She's about to die. And then they just show 15 minutes of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Two young, attractive people are about to have sex. (laughs) Kiss their asses goodbye. Is that a machete coming down towards them? Yes, it is. (gasps) What's going to happen? You'll have to see the movie to find out. Right. See, that's the thing. Like, back in, like, the the late 70s, they used to tell you the entire plot of the movie. (laughs) Yeah. But usually it didn't matter. Right, And then you find out that the killer is actually her aunt. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like a James Bond villain. Actually, the only thing that would have made that cooler, too, is if the music was actually like uh, Salisbury Hill by Peter Gabriel. (laughs) Here's a John Carpenter Presents. (laughs) 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 Oh, that would make any movie better. Uh-huh. Now we can only hope that they come up with a sleepaway camp, a sleep. What is that? Sleepover camp four. Sleepaway camp four. Yes. I think. Oh boy, <laughs> that was always great. <laughs> Working in a vi- in a little independent video store late on a Saturday night, watching all the creeps come in to rent slasher movies. Where do you live? I see your address right there. I'm going to avoid that neighborhood from here on out. <laughs> All right, let's move on to salad shills. Uh, we actually have quite a bit of stuff to shill, um, so I'm going to start with a book I just finished, uh, Bob Mould's See a Little Light. Mm. Um, back in the early days of Geek Salad, before we started theming our intro and outro music, we used to use one of his songs, My Favorite Thing, from his band Sugar. Yep. Uh, we, I, I like to pull it out from time to time. It's, it's a great song. This is a really good rock and roll biography. Um Covers everything from when he was in Husker Du, uh, to his solo work, to his work with Sugar, and then the, the, the further solo work that he's done. He's also on the new Foo Fighters album. He is also on the new Foo Fighters album. The guy, the guy, the guy is a, a living legend, and most people don't know they've heard of him. If you've ever watched an episode of The Daily Show, you've heard his work. Oh, he does the, the theme to that? The theme to the, the, the Daily Show is actually a Bob Mould song. Huh. It was The original version was done by him, mainly during the Craig Kilborn Oh, okay. I think they might be giants. Did they do the newer version for the, the newer episodes? Mm-hmm. But it's still um, "Dog on Fire" by Bob Mould. Cool, awesome read. Check it out, especially if you like uh, early, early '80s American punk rock. Mike, what do you got? All right, I've uh, actually got a bit of a Batman theme going on to this All time. All right, 
I, I bought Batman Year One, uh, the newest uh, DC animated movie. Um, very good. It pretty much follows the exact plot line of uh, the Year One comic books for Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, downside is that the person that they got to do the voice of Bruce Wayne slash Batman sucked. Um, and so was it like Adam Baldwin doing Superman in Doomsday? No, no. Actually, Adam Baldwin had more emotion in his voice. Was it like Anne Heche doing Lois Lane in Superman That Doomsday? was more along oh, the It was like, I, I, I hate this city. I have to protect it. I'm going to go in a bat suit now. He's Swedish? Then when I go to disco, I go to disco for two hours. Then disco, I go and disco. fight the crime. <laughs> they, uh, they could not have chosen a more bland voice oh, to Batman. See, at this point, I mean, haven't we all just learned that it's, there's endless entertainment to be had just by doing the Christian Bale thing? Yeah. Like, from here he, on he, out, they could redub the Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher Batman movies with Christian Bale's thing. I honestly didn't think he even changed his voice for Batman to Bruce Wayne. Oh, boo. So he's like George Clooney then. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't even give a shit right I now. I like him to have a like, prissy sissy voice for Batman. <laughs> no, Chuck, here it comes. <laughs> right in the nuts. <laughs> oh, Catwoman, give me those claws. I need them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> You're fierce. It reminds me. Of the the Simpsons when they do the uh, they do the flashback to the '60s Batman show. The scout like, you don't forget to use your nails, boys. <laughs> and they're like all these surrounding Batman and like making a fire with like a stick and a bow, <laughs> which is ridiculous. The Scoutmaster. I think it was supposed to be oh Paul Lind, by the way. Oh, of course, yes, so no, I don't want to love Go get him, boys. Yeah. So All right. Right. I remember I, I just quick for Paul Lynn because he's <laughs> he was the center square. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching it's... an episode. Re- Rebecca and I were watching it, and there was an episode where they said, um, "Why do motorcyclists wear leather?" And he said, "Well, because chiffon chafes." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Oh boy! Oh my god! Yeah, I don't believe no one saw that one coming. <laughs> he was gay before there was gay. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Yes. I also want to show Batman Arkham City. Which I heard is fucking awesome. It, it really is. Um, I mean, the, there's a huge main storyline, but there are just so many side quests you can do that, I mean, the game probably will take you about 50, 60 hours to get through the whole thing. Do it 100%. Huh. Does it have a live... Can you can you use like Xbox Live on it? I mean, is there uh, you can't play it on you know, against others on live, but you, know, you can like download. You can probably download new maps and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. I got, I got it. I pre-ordered it, so I got the Joker's Carnival map. Oh, yeah. That's pretty. Is cool. it the is it the continuation to Arkham? Oh yeah, it, it takes place one year after Arkham Asylum. Oh. And it brings back the wonderful Kevin Conroy as Batman. He's awesome. Wonderful. One of the is, Mark, best. is Mark Hamill doing the Joker? Yes, he is. Awesome. I, I guess this is the last time Mark Hamill was ever going to do the Joker, too. He said, that's it. Why? Because he has so much else going on? <laughs> I, I, well, you know what? I think doing that voice constantly is just such a strain. Because he really does strain to get, get that voice done. Yeah. What's he saving his voice for? Opening up a Jiffy Lube? Comic-Con! <laughs> Comic-Con. Seriously, don't you, I, I would imagine that he's probably on that the upper echelon of comic book conventions that they have to pay him his weight. Hundreds. In, in like, yeah, hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> I think they need to pay him like his weight in empanadas or something like that just to get him to show up. 
<laughs> empanada. I'll throw in a burrito. I'm there. Not just cookies, but empanadas. Like, do you fun. realize how many two for one Taco Bell coupons I have in my hand right now? These are all yours. <laughs> Oh, Mark, uh, we love you. Oh, yeah. Adam, what do you got? I would like to shill Game of Thrones. Which I heard is awesome. The yeah. HBO series, season one. Uh, last night, what was it, about 1.30? Uh, we decided, oh, no. why go to bed no, when you can bed. stay up and watch a, a completely brand new show? So, uh, I heard it was good. I decided to give it a, a you know, give it a little uh, attention. And it starts out with at least three beheadings in the first five seconds. And it's it just starts out so strong. And it honestly, I still don't know what's going on. Dude. Because it, it just there's so much so much going on. I've read the books. You have it's it's gonna get weirder and weirder. Yeah. It's, it's it's pretty it's, awesome, I have to say. There's lots of uh TNA in it, uh plenty incest. plenty of action, and, plenty of like And you got Peter Dinklage, Lord of the Midgets in it. Too. Yes, <laughs> yes. He, he won an award for that he one. He won too. an Emmy for it. Yep, huh? there's an it was it, almost as big as him, it was the most awesome scene I'd ever seen. <laughs> yep. The short round is involved, it's pretty awesome. Nice. He, he's it's Who? I'm just. Uh, well, he's referring to a short round. He's, he's a. Uh, Come on, that kid's not doing anything. That's what I not not real. Sh- not Emmy? short round. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cross. Uh, yeah, we're, we gotta see. What, I'm, I'm in. If I were in any other company, no one would have said anything. Else. Yeah, these guys are like short round. What? What? <laughs> Call him Doctor Jones, Doc. <laughs> um. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Check it out. Wow. All right, cool. And I'd also like to shill uh, my nephew's birthday. Nice. Uh, today he is one years old. Yay! Yay. I yep. will play the Ramones' "Happy Birthday" to you because he's only one. I had to show <laughs> yeah. some sensitivity. <laughs> hey, I think he liked us. Have the Rolling Stones killed? <laughs> but so sir, do as I say. Do as I say. And Jim, go to hell, you old bastard. <laughs> Jim, what do you got for us? Well, I'd like to shill two things. I'd like to shill uh, the show Luther on BBC. It's a cop drama with Idris Elba, who I've seen him in a lot of things. I've seen him in Four. I saw him in The Wire. Well, what what do you know? He's British, and he's a British detective. And it's did you know that he was British before? Didn't have an idea, yeah. no clue. And he comes on like he comes on and he uh, introduces the show. He's like today. Luther has a, a quandrum to, to worry about. It's between good and evil. And now, Luther. But it's really good. It's actually really well. It, the acting is good in it, but what's re- the villains, the, the, the people that he hunts down are really twisted. It's very, crea- very creative. I won't get into it, but it's definitely worth watching. There's only four episodes in the season. It's a miniseries. And I'd also like to uh, shill uh, Mick Wall's biography of Metallica. It's a good read. It's, it's big, but... If no. you like the band, it's it's definitely right. This is like the first real like official biography for them, anyway. Yeah, so it's it, that's twenty five years worth of. It's good stuff too, because you know, and I've always joked with Andy about the Stephen Davis Hammer of the Gods of my favorite band, Led Zeppelin. But he was a sycophant, and you know, he, you know, they could throw a sack of kittens off of a bridge, and he'd be saying, "Oh, that's just the fun that teenage boys should have been having. Boys having fun. <laughs> boys having fun." But this guy, he's he's a fan, but he's not a sycophant, and he he definitely gets into the dark. Creepy places yeah. in Metallica, so it's it's definitely worth reading. No, that's cool. Metallica, yeah. dark and creepy. I know. Yeah, I know. Huh? I it's can't believe it's. I can't believe it's curtains. been uh, twenty five years since what's his name died. Cliff, Cliff Burton. Burton died in eighty six. Yeah, it's been twenty five years yep. since he died. Yep. I'm. Yeah. And that they have never quite been the same. No. I still like the Jason Newstead stuff. Um, their best album is Master of Puppets. Okay, I 
I'm I sorry. I, I like completely agree. Yeah. Well, I like Injustice for All, but again, no, I do too. When in Rome. Well, they didn't like you. If you read it, they didn't like Jason Newstead. Oh, okay. I'll have to read that then. I will. So. You can have it after I'm done. Great, great. So anyway, um, moving on. Next episode, episode 56. We're going to be talking about the would-be and should-be remakes and prequels. We're talking about stuff that is being remade right now and prequels that are being made right now uh, in lieu of stuff like Footloose, which has just been remade, oh. and all the, right, the thank, thing thank prequel God that just came it. out and bombed horribly. I like the thing. So with Ramona Flowers. Now is it yeah. um, is it things that we would like to see? We, well, there are things that have are, are already being remade, like Red Dawn is being remade. Oh, so the fact that I would like to see Song of the South redone is not exactly. Okay. Well, yeah, but we also, I mean, this is one of those get your creative hats on because this will be a fun, fun episode. We want to hear stuff that you think should be remade, or prequels to such things. Like, if you want to see a Harold and Kumar go to grade school, you know, that kind of thing, (laughs) you can feel free to to suggest that. You can get in touch with us in a number of different ways. Uh, You can email us at geeksalad at yahoo.com. Check out our Twitter feed at twitter at geeksaladradio.com. You can also check out the archive to our show and to other podcasts at www.geeksalad.podbean.com. You can also get us on your smartphone and kill plenty of time on your Android, iPhone, or uh, BlackBerry by downloading the Stitcher app, and you can also like us on Facebook. So I like us. I like us, too. Yes. We're cool. So, Adam, Jim, again, good work. Yeah. I like the four-man dynamic. This is really working out well. Yeah, there's some beer, too. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's, beer yeah, helps. You lube us all up. It's great. You know? <laughs> yeah, what's beer and chips. Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So, guys, thanks a lot. Thank you. And until next time, I'm Andy. And I'm Mike. Go forth and be nerdful. We will talk to you soon, and happy Halloween, everybody. (laughs) The foulness benches in the air, the funk of 40,000 years, and grisly goons from every tomb are closing in to seal your doom. And though you fight to stay alive, your body starts to shiver for no reason.